Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's right, my friends. We are back to doing ups and downs for NXT. I'm just going to be completely honest and transparent with you. If not enough people watch, it will go away again. Then you have to stop tweeting me going crazy. I mean, we do try. This is a two-way street. Anyway, here is the finger of power. Let's up those downs for NXT. Now, here is why I do love NXT, because we did indeed begin with Tony D and Stax. They were sitting there watching this bada bing, bada boom, battle royal while having some pasta. Maybe they were about to go to the gym. This didn't mean our over the top rope match was first, and we had Chase U, the Creed brothers, Los Lotharios, although they're not Los Lotharios anymore, Briggs and Jensen, Gallus, Drew Gulak and Damon Kemp, Out the Mud, Walker and Ledger, and No Fay and Blade, and the Brawling Brutes. Well, I guess they're hanging around. We made sure to tell some stories within the stories because it was the Creeds that got Ring of Gallus, so I'm sure we'll come back to that. Although, Oh, Julius and Brutus. At one point, they got rid of Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza because the referees didn't see. They just went, ha ha, they got back in. Now, to be fair, they were dealing with Bronco Nima, Lucian Price, Butch and Ridge Holland, which is when Script was like, whoa, and he jumped into the pack, which means everybody got eliminated. But yeah, because of Big Brawl, start on the outside, the officials weren't actually watching what was going on in the ring. So they're not very good at their job. It didn't mean that Angel Humberto were actually among the last two, as well as Chase U, which means we went straight into another match. Because this thing was way too complicated. We also did some more teasing because Andre Chase was all like, Duke Hudson, tag me in. But he wasn't able to because he was on the floor when he just got a hot tag. Although Chase was back in there in around about eight seconds. I'm like, dude, how the hell have you recovered? He must have taken a phoenix down. Hudson then got DDT'd on the outside. So he was having a terrible day when the Creeds were just back. And they literally were going, whoa, distraction, distraction. As they pulled Humberto out of the ring, which is when Andre Chase was able to hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. The surprise roll up. And he got the one, two, three. So there is your tag team title match for Halloween Havoc. Also bring it down. The surprise roll up counter. And now that we have added NXT to the ups and downs schedule, this thing is gonna get crazy. So look, yes, this was way too over the top and probably overbooked, but I had no problem with that because I expect it from NXT. I enjoy how crazy they do get. Give me a nap. Blair Davenport then challenged Gigi Dolan to a match at Halloween Havoc. So there's another one when Brian Pillman Jr. was back as he continues to transform into somebody else. Because he did another great video where he was all like, man, wrestlers keep coming up to me saying how much they love my dad. 
and I tell them how much I loved him too, but it's a lie. Ooh, delighted. Because the brand new Lexus King wants to make sure that his career is a brand new one and not an extension of somebody else, I tell you, he is doing really well with these. He then promised to make this brand new name even bigger than the old one. So this really is a very good justification for all of a sudden saying, hello, I used to be Simon Miller, and now please do call me Derek Manpower. I think the former Brian Pillman Jr. may be about to do some very good work. To the point, I'm so intrigued, I am giving it up. When all this great stuff with Carmelo Hayes just continued. So he basically came out to tell us how great he was, and he kind of played babyface and heel here. And he was like, remember last week when I spoke to John Cena and The Undertaker? What a lovely day I had. Now he was screwed because he was a wrestler talking in the ring, so Baron Corbin soon interrupted. I love NXT Baron. He was all like, man, what a fanboy. What a nerd. You're talking about all these names. I think you're a mega geek. That really made me laugh because I would do the same. If I met any of these guys, you'd never hear the end of it. When Dijak joined in, he was all like, look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Corbin was like, nobody can look into my eyes. You're wearing sunglasses indoors. He's the best. Now, of course, these three were going to have a triple threat match to see who was going to become the number one contender. When all of a sudden, Ilya Dragunov appeared on the screen and he was like, oh, hi. Do you remember Cody Rhodes was the GM last week and he had one final announcement? Well, I have been allowed to tell you it. So that's a bit weird. I guess it was quite a twist in the tale because all of a sudden, it's no longer a three-way and of all the people, Trick Williams is now going to be in the main event. Obviously, we cut to Carmelo here. He was like, man, I'm not very happy about this. Trick came out too, and all that did was piss everybody off, so we did get a massive brawl. I mean, what else were you expecting? To sit down and drink some tea? I mean, it is WWE, but they didn't. It also ended with Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes in the ring, and even though it looked like Hayes may be about to smack him one, instead they did hug. But I tell you, throughout this episode, we just planted these seeds, and eventually, of course, we're going to get to Trick versus Carmelo. That could be absolutely brilliant, giving it a nap. Tiffany Stratton and Fallon Henley then fell out backstage. I had this big argument, mostly because Tiffany just walks around going, I am the best and everybody else sucks. We also then got Carmen Petrovich versus Jaden Parker in the women's breakout tournament. And I'm glad this happened because now we can talk about it. Because people love to crap all over these matches going, oh man, I could see the gears turning in their brains. I'm like, what did you expect when you saw two developmental wrestlers having a developmental match? Now, you could have the debate going, well, I don't think they should be on NXT TV. All right, there is something to that. But what better way to get them ready than by sticking them on television? I mean, they will learn quicker that way because you put them in a sink or swim environment. And actually, when you watch these two moves, they definitely have something. They just need time so they can start sticking it all together. So I just don't think it's fair to watch these two without the right kind of context. And Petrovic did win when she did that, like, leg choke thingamajig. Well, it's a little bit illegal. NXT kept this short too because they know what they are doing. So I'm going to introduce something brand new to NXT to try and sum all this up. It's not going to get an up. And instead, it's going to get a you. Don't know how we're going to showcase that in the counters. But the point is this. They're not quite at the level where they're going to get an up. So they get a you and the P will come later. But ain't no way I'm giving it a down unless it's a total farce. And I actually thought here... They did an okay job. Natalia then lent into stalker territory because we were backstage with Tegan Knox, and she walked in and was like, hello, I followed you to NXT. Also, Tegan was totally surprised by this. How are you here? Honestly, Natalia walked in from here. She must have seen her, otherwise she'd be blind. It also kind of made me go, Knox, she clearly has no faith in you because she thinks you are going to lose when she went to the ring for her match. 
and she lost. And she was taking on Lyra Valkyria here, so of course she had to take the L, because Lyra's about to have a big old NXT women's title match with Becky Lynch. But I tell you the benefit of putting a match like this on after the developmental wrestlers. You can see how far they've come. Now this did go full on sports entertainment. I kind of felt like I was watching Raw, because halfway through, out came Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. I was like, who let them in? It meant that Tegan Knox was totally screwed because she was a wrestler in a wrestling ring when there were other wrestlers on the outside that were meant to be there. So even though she fought on for a little bit, eventually Valkyria smacked her right in the head and she got the one, two, three. Then Natalia and Tegan Knox, Piper Niven and Chelsea Green all brawled to the back. So there you go. Probably going to be doing that tag team tile match at Crown Jewel. Suppose that's all right. Lyra also has big plans because she wants to kick Becky Lynch's ass, which is when Becky appeared on the big screen and essentially said, don't worry, lass, you'll get your opportunity at Halloween Havoc. I just think Becky is doing so well with this title. As we said on Raw Ups and Downs, she is trying to drag everybody else up to her level. That should always be the point. Trick and Carmella were then kind of falling out backstage, but then also getting along. So clearly this is going to go badly. When Gigi Dolan was also just hanging out playing Nintendo, when she found that stupid trick-or-treat wheel, whatever we call it, when you get to choose a spooky wookie match. She also accepted Blair Davenport's challenge, so now, because the wheel went round, it's going to be a lights-out match. So how crazy is that going to get? A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, they had this vignette with Von Wagner and Robert Stone. It was all like, oh, Von Wagner, you got injured by a break and you need to get better. They actually kind of played this a little bit serious. I meant to think you feel sorry for the man. I don't want that. I want goofy wrestling for life. So I would change this instantly. When Shotzi was back on NXT. So I guess she's just back there now. What the hell happened to all that stuff with Bailey? She was also facing Kiana James. And the main thing I wanted to take away is this DDT on the ring apron. I went all oogly boogly. Apparently everybody is okay. But my word, I freaked out. The main problem with this is that it went way too sports entertainment after we'd already had sports entertainment. Now, I like sports entertainment, but sometimes you can't introduce too much sports entertainment because otherwise you're too sports entertained. What? Roxanne Perez walked out here because Kiana James was about to use the brick that is in her damn bag to bring down the crime counter because you're not allowed to do that. 
when Shotzi got the bag and the brick wasn't in it, she smacked Kiana right in the face and then did the Eddie Guerrero thing. Now, obviously, it was just a bag, so it didn't really hurt Kiana James, but I was still like, well, why would you do, you do both? Because you're meant to be tricking the ref, but you still use the weapon. And I kind of stared off into space. And it worked too, because James then went into the ring post and Shotzi hit the back senton for the one, two, three. Maybe I missed something with this. Like, I am a stupid person. It was perfectly fine for what it was, but I kind of just felt like we'd already done a lot of finishes like this. Why couldn't Shotzi just win with the senton? Gonna give it a down. Or a mentor and last legend were then on the phone with Noam Dar, because of course Jakara Jackson is at home injured, when Tazawa walked in and said, tell Noam I'm gonna kick his ass. And he just left. I mean, this wasn't meant to be funny, but because I really liked Tazawa, it made me laugh. Well, we got more shenanigans. I was dying. But as always, because it is NXT, Trick Williams was found backstage and he'd hurt his knee, which meant da -da -da, he is out of the main event match. And I wonder who did that. Now, of course, the obvious answer would be Carmelo Hayes, and you could totally do that, and it would be fine. But maybe it's somebody like Wesley, or maybe it's somebody we haven't even thought about. Like maybe it's Repo Man. You don't know. We have to wait and see. I mean, you can even put the blame on Baron Corbin or Die Jack. They feel like the type when Dominic Mysterio was here. All is right with the world. He was talking to Mackenzie Mitchell when Nathan Frazier turned up, and he was so mad at Dommy Boy, meaning because he got ignored seven days ago, he had spent a week stewing on this. It's like, Nathan, you need to get out of your system. That was kind of true too, because him and Dominic engaged in this crazy brawl around the performance center, and just when they got to the ring and Frazier was gonna finish him off for good, Rhea Ripley was here, and she saved her dom-dom. They ran to the back. So this just continues to work, and Ripley did an interview recently where she said the relationship she has with Dominic she hopes will last for ages, and I agree. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Giving it enough. Well, Sam Perez was then spinning this stupid wheel because she's got a match with Kiana Jane's at Halloween Havoc. And it's going to be a Devil's Playground match, which is essentially a no DQ match. Then I looked at all the different stipulations on the board and I was like, huh, they're pretty much all the same. Ariana Grace was also in the ring after this. And of course, she was dressed up like a beauty queen. She thought she was going to get a bye in the women's breakout tournament. And she was so damn happy. And I suppose in the back, Shawn Michaels was like, nope, and out came a new contender. It was brilliant reason, as we've already talked about, we're just going to give this to you for all the same reasons as I already told you. I mean, don't you think it's cool and badass that we actually get to see wrestlers improving in front of your eyes? I do. I mean, where else are you going to see it? Grace also rate the eyes in order to get the advantage here, which I'll always enjoy. When she did that flippy over blockbuster type slam thing and she got the one, two, three. And look, she totally gets her character. And with a bit more progression, I think she'll do very, very good. So once again, we'll have to revisit it in a year. We were then in the back with Bron Breaker, who was talking about all this Robert Stone and Von Wagner stuff. And he basically went, <laughs> I really injured that guy. That made me chuckle too, because I'm a bad person. This is when Stone turned up and he was all like, Bron, you're such a bully and I don't like you. And he got so out of control, he challenged Bron Breaker to a match at Halloween Havoc. So now we're getting that. And unless Breaker kills this man, well, he's definitely going to kill him. Which did bring us to our main event, Dijak versus Corbin versus Hayes in a number one contender match. It was pretty, pretty good. But it was definitely the best of the night. And of course, the two big dudes teamed up to begin with to take out the smaller guy. When Dijak and Corbin realized, oh, wait a minute, I don't like you either. 
So they murked each other. Bless this Carmelo, though, because he just threw himself back into this carnage like the fighting soon-to-be maybe champion he is. When we got into the near falls and the finisher attempts, I mean, it was one, two, ooh, you go, one, two, ooh, you go. I mean, everybody must have built up their meters. Carmelo then went for nothing but net, but Baron absolutely destroyed him on the floor. When, of course, we set up for a Tower of Doom spot. We did the Tower of Doom spot. So if you have multiple people in a wrestling match, you do a Tower of Doom spot. They really then went finisher crazy, so I was cracking up, but it was damn fun. When Corbin hit the end of days of Dijak, it looked like he was about to win when Hazer climbed to the top rope. He hit nothing but net onto Baron. Baron was finished, and he pinned Dijak, and he got the one, two, three, which means it's now going to be Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes at Halloween Havoc, and we know how that goes. Plus, Baron Corbin can be pissed off, which ties into his character. So I'm going to give this a round of applause. It was so well thought out. Give me a nap. They got a secret ending to NXT because we were in the back with Valkyria who had a picture of her and Becky Lynch on the locker. So she took it and ripped it up because now they're going to have a match. So they must be enemies. But as she walked off, there was a television screen there. And all of a sudden, Jade Cargill was on it. I was like, who turned that on? She just did this and pointed at her watch. So either it's broken and it needs to be fixed or it means her time is now. Maybe she's John Cena. But she ain't gonna join NXT after we've already made it clear that Raw and SmackDown want her. That wouldn't make any sense. However, I do like how we're portraying Jade because she just feels like such a star. And at the end of the day, maybe she's going to Mondays, maybe she's going to Tuesdays, maybe she's going to Fridays. We just don't know. And it's a reason to tie in. So I shall give it an up. I like it when a show ends on kind of a cliffhanger but kind of not. Which brings us to the end of NXT, and I am going to give it an up. I just love the fact they know exactly what the product is, and they tap into this. Makes me warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. Now, please do like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com, where you can check out more articles. Tick the ups and downs on the screen to support the show. Follow us on social media, and just try and enjoy wrestling, because it is pretty damn silly. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.